0: Hey, hey, super gluer, welcome back to the Super Glue Podcast. I'm your host, Meredith McNerney. And if you're like me, you are the super glue to so many, holding it all together all of the time. But hey, this is your chance to sit back and relax a little bit, share in a morning prayer so that you can choose calm today. So, Today, we're going to be talking about an attitude adjustment that is necessary for all of us at times. I think just being human means that every now and again, we need a little attitude adjustment. And sometimes the way that we are looking at something, our perspective really needs to change. And you know, it can be that that's circumstantial. So there's something that we need an attitude adjustment about in one circumstance, and maybe not in all aspects of our life or overall, we might just be feeling an overall sense of overwhelm and frustration. And we just kind of re. Need, need to reset in lots of aspects of our lives. But, you know, we've all been around those people that have a bad attitude all of the time. I used to work with somebody like this. And when I saw them coming down the hallway, I would literally feel my insides like shifting. I would start to cringe a little bit of like, oh God, what are they going to say this time? And I feel like I always was trying to kill this person with kindness and Then there were other times I found myself sort of slipping into their negative ways and sort of joining them in their negativity because, you know, at the end of the day, we have mirror neurons and we uh, do find energy contagious as humans. So it's not uncommon to pick up that energy from someone. And, And quite honestly, I oftentimes was trying to connect with that person. So sometimes out of connecting with them, I was shifting my attitude a little bit and sounding a little bit more edgy or, you know, like, yeah, I I get it. I get your frustration. You know, kind of matching their energy. So I remember just like the sheer joy, honestly, <laughs> when I no longer had to be around that person, because I often found myself just getting kind of cringy and and not really liking myself sometimes after leaving an interaction with that person, you know, and we all get annoyed at times, we all get frustrated, we all get in bad moods. And this happens to me too. And, you know, I've definitely had this happen where I've walked into the house and I'm just already annoyed about something and super grumpy. And, you know, somebody in the house says something pretty innocent and I'm just really snappy. Like, I just can't even deal with whatever little thing they said. You know, I also get kind of like physically annoyed uh, when I have a bad attitude. So, you know, if I don't know, like, even physical touch at that point, I'm just kind of like, oh my God, everybody and everything is on my nerves. Like, get away, you know? And I do know that that is really really human and a part of the human experience, but it's something that I'm always trying to work on because I think a lot of us can control our attitude in an instant. And, you know, I always, I I remember this, like hearing this about um, being tired, like when you say, oh, I'm so tired, I'm so exhausted or whatever. But if somebody called you and in that moment they were like, hey, let's go do whatever, insert that fun thing you love to do. So, you know, if if I'm all annoyed and in a grumpy mood, and somebody calls me and they're, you know, somebody I want to be around, and they're like, "Let's go to the movies. This great movie came out. I'm gonna not be so tired, right? I'm gonna be like, Oh my god, I totally have energy to do that because that's something I'm gonna always love to do, right? So tiredness, our perspective on things, our attitudes, our way of viewing things is generally within our control. And we just oftentimes have to change our mindset. And, you know, I'm a big Jimmy Buffett fan. And I kind of think about, you know, his song and changes in altitude, you know, right? Like if I was on vacation, all the time, uh, you know, I might have a easier time adjusting my attitude. Although I could say even on vacation, (laughs) we meet grumpy people, or we might feel grumpy ourselves from all the travel and lugging our luggage. And, you know, so there is really no perfect circumstance to do this well. Right. And we know that attitude is something that, uh, is, is within our control. So this, uh, recently happened to me where I, needed to get a new phone. Oh my gosh, my phone was driving me absolutely crazy. So I'd get on the phone in the car and there was this insane delay. And, you know, I'm talking to whoever I'm talking to and I'm trying to engage in the conversation, but everything I'm saying is delayed and she was getting really annoying. So I tried to work through it and reset my phone and yada, yada. At the end of the day, I swear they make these phones to break at just the time that you have paid off the phone. Like I literally had just, you know, come up on paying off this last phone. So anyway, I was like, I can't take it anymore. I'm going to go get a new phone. And I had about, I don't know, an hour, I guess. It wasn't a long amount of time, but I think a reasonable amount of time to go get a new phone. I knew what I wanted. I wasn't going to shop around. I went in there. I was like, okay, I have to be back in my house for Zoom Call at one o'clock. Like, do you? You know, do you have any idea how long it takes to do the transfer? I'm blah blah blah. So I don't get a really definitive answer, which is probably my fault. But anyway, I I trust the guy, and we're going to move forward, y'all. I was there for two hours. I had to go find a bench in the mall to take this Zoom call because his stupid phone, like, it was just I, I I can't even get into it or have a bad attitude. And I was telling myself, I was like, Meredith, choose calm. Like, it's not going to help, you know, to start getting angry. But I did kind of, you know, I did have to speak up. There was no way I couldn't. I was like, what is the issue? Like, I need to understand why this is taking so long, you know? And there was just such a complacency and lack of care on the other end that I really wanted to lose it. But I was like, you know, that's not going to help either. So, I ended up taking the the new phone and I was like, just give it all to me. I will do it all myself at home. And uh, yeah, anyway, long story short, I got it all worked out. But when I left there, I was annoyed, you know, that feeling when you're just like kind of annoyed and you're Ugh, like, you've got it in your system, like you feel it in your body or whatever. And I really had to take a moment to think about my attitude. So I was like, okay, I'm going to shift my attitude here. That's over. It's done with. Like, yes, it was an annoyance, but nobody's on fire. Like, it is okay. And, you know, just really thinking about subconsciously and consciously at the same time, like making that adjustment. So subconsciously, when I kept ruminating and rethinking about how complacent and irresponsible and really uncaring this worker was... I had to also consciously say to myself, like, I really don't want to be thinking about this anymore. I'm really done thinking about this. It's really not worth it. So on my ride home, I stop and I get myself a Diet Coke. I've been talking about Diet Coke on this podcast quite a bit. And I spell it all like in the console of my car where I like had just gotten my car clean. And I was like, oh my God, like it is hard to keep my attitude adjusted you know and again it was a ongoing sort of process and i in that moment you know realized like yes sometimes these little things like taking too long at stupid t mobile and spilling your soda and whatever are not big things but they do kind of shift our mood if we let them and so i know that as a follower as a believer It is my obligation, really, to watch my attitude because we represent Jesus as followers. And, you know, if I'm going to be in that store, like mouthing off and, oh, let me tell you, there were a lot of things running through my head and I wanted to say them all, But I chose not to in that moment and kept my composure. It doesn't mean I let anybody walk all over me, but at the same time, I had to watch my attitude because I am a representative of Christ, right? And as I draw closer and closer to him, I realize that I want to make changes in my attitude. I want to disrupt old ways of thinking and be mindful of my attitude. And Ephesians 4, 22 to 24, does a nice job in saying To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirits of your minds, and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. And it says, and we then can be free, right? Because we don't have to be our old selves, like my, my old self would have had to speak up and say all the things I wanted to say because, you know, that's how I would have handled maybe being super annoyed and uh, just giving attitude. And you know, while that was maybe deserved of this person that wasn't, you know, doing anything to make the situation better, I also realized that it wasn't going to do anything for me to have that attitude, and it certainly wasn't going to allow me to represent myself as a Christian. And so, you know, as humans, we get upset and we get angry and we get mad and we get easily hurt and we easily react. But I think sometimes we need to flip the switch, if you will. And a lot of times, you know, just simple breathing can help us. And I got in my car and I could feel in my body my annoyance and my frustration And I reminded myself to breathe. And the good news for us as Christians is that we get to pray too. And praying is so powerful in in that it is a way of meditating. It's a form of breath. It's a form of asking God to come and intervene in everything, in anything. While I'm cleaning up the soda all over my car, I'm praying and I'm asking God to just give me peace and help me to choose calm and help me to think about flipping the switch, if you will. So that I don't have to go through these annoyances alone. And Philippians 2 uh, verses 3 and 4 says, Changing our attitude and changing our life will only happen when we begin to value the interest of others more than our own and we get past our self-absorbed thinking. And ultimately, that's what I had to draw on. What really stopped me from being really overly annoyed and frustrated with this person on the other end, although I felt like they were being complacent and lazy and not trying to help me, by the way, he like is on the phone talking to his friend while I'm out having my Zoom call and I come back and I'm, you know, to find that he's done nothing to try to fix the phone situation, but chatting with his friend. So definitely annoyed. But. When I think about what Philippian says and changing our attitude to think about the values and interests of others and not get absorbed in our own thinking, this person you could tell was very anxious by nature. I could tell that by physical, um, just outward physical reactions and kind of, you know, you could see as I was starting to ask questions and I was starting to get annoyed and frustrated um, you could see it was really hard for that person to be able to know what to say or how to handle it. And so while I might have thought this is really just being complacent and lazy and talking to your friend on the phone, I also know that I can be very forceful a- in my the way that I talk and the way that I deliver messages. And so I had to be really reminded of how I wanted to think about that other person. And while I didn't like the service that they gave, I needed to be mindful that I could see in their body. They were starting to get super, super anxious and nervous and maybe just unaware of uh, what they had done to be annoying to my day and just unsure of how to handle themselves. And I think sometimes when we meet that nasty attitude in the hallway that I described at the beginning of this podcast and that person that you're like, oh, I feel cringe, like, oh, I don't want to be near them every time they come walking towards me. That we don't always know what's going on on the other end or on the other side. And while that doesn't give people excuses to be complacent or lazy or negative. It does allow us to have endurance. It allows us to have endurance for how we handle our interactions with one another. It allows us to have endurance to keep our attitudes in check. It allows us to wake up every morning with an attitude of gratitude and love. And, you know, later in the day, you might realize you need an attitude adjustment and say a prayer asking God to help you flip the switch because He will be there to listen and to help. But knowing that sometimes you don't know what's on the other end of that person. And that it doesn't do us any good to engage in negativity or continue to spiral negativity and let those mirror neurons of negativity become even more contagious. Instead, we can ask God to be there for us and help us keep our peace. And on that, Supergluers, let's get ready for a morning prayer. Father God, thank you so much for the reminders in scripture that changing our attitude will allow us to put others first and get past our own self-absorbed thinking, because Lord, you know that self-absorbed thinking is what gets us in trouble, robs us of our joy, and keeps us stuck in a negative attitude. Instead, Lord, help us to open our hearts and minds to people around us who may not be like us, who may not look like us, who may not sound like us, who may not work like us, or operate like us, or do anything like us, but that we can still be kind in our own way, while being honest about what we need and having that type of ability to flip the switch when we need to. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, Supergluer, get out there and have a kick-ass day. Oh my gosh, I keep doing it because that's my old way of closing the show and it's so habitual and I still love it, but I'm going to remind you to get out there and choose calm today. Bye.